Welcome to the fourth edition of the Mental Health Podcast. I'm excited to uh, talk a little bit about mental health with my uh, buddy and uh, uh, long-time uh, friend, Juan. Um, yes, excited. Hey, hey, Juan, uh, how are things with you? Very good. Excited as well to be here. All right. Um, so... Uh, let us get started. Uh, so uh, I like to be, give people a chance to give themselves an elevator pitch, um, you know, about what you're doing and where you're at and uh, what you would want people to know about you. So uh, why don't you get started that way? Okay, cool. Uh, so nice being here. I'm Juan um, Lopez Cavalotti. I am from Argentina. I live in, in California right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I came here to the U.S. Uh, like uh, for a job, and then I like I used to work back back then for for Salesforce, and then my my journey has been uh, taking me to uh, reconsider whether I want to uh, be as part of like the industry or have let let's say a, a full time nine to five job, or or do something else. So. Uh, over the years, I decided, or I came to the to to, to terms with that. Mm-hmm. I needed to have some more freedom, and now I'm I've been working over the last year on uh, different initiatives that are much more aligned with what um, give meaning and and give purpose to my life. Right, so I I've had like a, a journey during my 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 thirties of trying to figure out what does meaning and purpose uh, uh, look like for me in my life. Right. And that's uh, what I'm doing right now. So, sounds very interesting. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, a lot of people, I feel like, have the same uh, sort of journey along their career. Uh, initially, I feel like it's um, a part wherein you want to be part of the next gen technology but then Mm -hmm. along the way i feel like um, you get into what is it that you want to be doing and it is aligned with your own value as part of that process as well yeah exactly so initially in my early 30s i had this uh, idea of what working in tech would look like and then i thought like coming here to California was the, the the maximum exponent to working in tech. Um, like what I saw here was like a completely different scenario. Maybe work did look exactly the same way that it looked in Argentina. Right. <laughs> in some ways, in some ways less challenging, and in some ways more challenging. Um, but it's like it looked pretty similar. Uh, so that's been an, an interesting thing to, to, to come to that realization and understand what meaning is uh, in, and, and how can I derive meaning of my activities. Yeah. 
great um so i think one thing that uh, comes to my mind when you say understand meaning um it, it relates to personal health well being mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, since i am trying to bring in more awareness into mental health can you talk a little bit about your own personal mental health journey and where you are at right now yeah sure i can start with a particular event that 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 marked me really badly um i was at the time 28 uh, years old and mm-hmm. i just started working for my company mulesoft uh i had relocated cities uh, just for this particular job and mm-hmm. i was extremely focused right i made friends with one of my coworkers right um, and he was also coming from italy he had at the time uh, a a girlfriend that he was going to uh, get engaged with in the future um that she she was in brazil but then he couldn't find any any jobs in brazil so he came to buenos aires and we made friends right. um we we were really close friends at the time um and then after maybe a year or so where we were both working very long hours like 16 hour days like mm-hmm. providing uh providing support for um uh, for the worldwide meals of user community right. we would only stop to sleep <laughs> which was a pretty intense thing but then something happened to my friend that was pretty sad like one day um he playing on a soccer match mm-hmm. he had a sudden death right and okay. that was very shocking for all of us right but then that also like brought to me the reflection of like how what i feel if i was going to die in a little while like today right. or tomorrow right right um and that opened a, a big amount of questions there that i started asking myself is like am i happy with my my partnership am i happy with my job am right. i happy with my career am i happy with my body am i happy with like everything right so starting from that point and making changes in my life was right. like all my my mental health and my physical health journey right so i started by losing weight and i started to like like uh, fix whatever wasn't working for me relationship wise so at the time i was married and then right. i was i realized that i got married by following a social script right, right? um so so i also decided to stop that and even though I was, I'm I, I was still like really in, in good terms with my ex-wife like we right. decided to take part because it wasn't working right for us mm-hmm. uh same with losing weight uh relocating uh to to another country trying to look for different opportunities um and so forth so it's been a very long uh journey but then it started with that Wow. Um, that is pretty phenomenal um, i don't know i i just want to take a few seconds for that to sort of sink in because uh, dealing with uh, somebody's death and that to very close is not something that can be trivialized or that you know can be comprehended but uh, th- thank you for uh, you know sharing that and uh, yeah i'm i'm just taking a moment <laughs> okay um um so i i understand 
you know it can be challenging to deal with um certain situations in life and how do you how do you sort of start from there as in like where do you start in terms of recovery um if you were to start from scratch yeah so if i were to start from scratch uh, i i honestly don't think uh, i would change much because obviously whatever happened to me is what brought me to be like the person i am today mm-hmm. right um however like that particular those particular things in life make you and and, and the realization that you're going to that you could die at any time right uh make you want to understand like and and work on the different aspects that you probably don't know uh that you are like facing for example if you ask yourself the question am i ready to die and then suddenly it's like oh but i wanted this or i wanted that i wanted to experience this other thing right like in my case was like i i never at that time i've never done any hikes in my life never been like in nature i, I was probably afraid of bugs you know right <laughs> so all of those things factor in and then i said like i'm going to start moving toward being satisfied and being happy with the idea of dying tomorrow so that meant like like getting like counseling initially for me it was like reading more about philosophy and self help books because mm-hmm. i i always try to be very independent until at some point in my journey i realized i i needed like a professional help to sort to unravel some certain deeper things right right um but then it 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 started with that it started with like like making uh, a routine of working out and being able to do with my body things i wanted to do right because like there's like certain parameters that are also part of the social script you should look in a certain way or you should like smell or dress up in a certain way which is my mind falls right it's important is being able for you to enjoy your body in the way that you want to enjoy it right right so taking those steps uh it, it was a, a a crucial part of my mental health journey great uh, i mean mm-hmm. you know i i can uh, do a session on a lot of things that you mentioned there but uh, you know i i really want to focus on a couple of things um you know mm-hmm. one thing that you mentioned was like self help books right uh, yes. how do like how do you go about picking specific self help books do you have any recommendations on like people trying to get started into their you know personal journey how do you recommend people go about doing it yeah so i think there are some that are the classics right so there there's some that are the classics and really widely accepted but mm-hmm. then to me it was also a step by step kind of thing so i also uh, something else that was that is in my background that like helped me get started with the self help books was that when i was uh, a teenage uh, like in, in my teenagehood my my mother was uh, sick with cancer and then she herself would pick some books like right. about meditation and 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 acceptance and other things and then i would also try to pick those book up and then read it so i mm-hmm. would have a, a topic to to converse with her right um so right. many of the of, of that uh, like self help 
uh, side of me came from that time. And then it's just an evolution. So you, you, you're interested in the topic. And, and for example, one thing that's really important for me was mm -hmm. uh, behavior and biases, right? So I would pick up uh, the famous book from Daniel Kahneman, Thinking Fast and Slow. Right. And then that itself is a game changer because like, once you know how you perceive things, right? It, you, you, you can start to understand well, like how, like what is a big part of your own internals that make you feel about certain situations in a given way right. and what is actually reality, right? So like there's, I guess there's a trail. And then once you start like getting uh, related uh, topics, right? You start like opening your own path. But you, should, I guess, like the, my advice would be, pick something that's important for you, mm -hmm. right? Uh, mm -hmm. If it, if you want to improve your people skills, and maybe pick some of like the, the classics of of people skills, and then like start unraveling your path until you get to a point where where you feel comfortable. Great, yeah, uh, sounds like great advice. I think uh, for me, I. Uh, went to psychology today right and then uh, started mm -hmm. uh, looking up specific skills and then uh, what i would do is like uh, pick up skills from there and go to amazon and then uh, start looking up those skills specifically and then start listing out mm -hmm. like you know uh, based on ratings based on number of uh, books that were there and then also like looking at you know different publications like new york times or like you know um, the the other varieties of uh, publications that are available uh, looking at what people are saying about it as well uh, that gave me some feedback into uh, deciding on uh, what books um, that I wanted to read um, yeah and uh, yeah. yeah go ahead no that I think that we nowadays have that advantage that it wasn't available at least when when we grew up of getting but being able to buy based on ratings Right. Um, I guess like in my childhood, like I or in my teenagehood or my even my 20s, like you get what you see in the bookstore. And then that's probably something controlled by the publishers or the industry. And now right. you have the, the, this much, much more democratized landscape where you can understand what works for people uh, with the reviews and all of those things. So that's great. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that was such an insightful thing you mentioned because, you know, People take that for granted, uh, wherein mm -hmm. you get reviews, where you have websites, where you have options to figure out what you want to read and where you want to read it from. Mm -hmm. But uh, it has been a challenge of sort for people to figure out where to get the next book from. And you're right, going to a bookstore and looking at what they have available at the moment has been the best way to... Um, understand what you want to read next and uh, the other thing that i also found was like uh, downloading a few library based applications which uh, are uh, lending out books uh, for example libby is an application yeah. that i use uh, which has uh, been really helpful in terms of finding different books and not having to go through that aspect of like needing to buy something which uh, you may not like or you may not uh, find it as appealing to you as well. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Libby is perfect. And then I I know that like, like different state uh, libraries like have that and then they have like big, big libraries. I used to live in Seattle and I have, I still have my, my library cards from there. Like and mm -hmm. I use it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. The, the other thing that you mentioned that I want to sort of pick up on was like, you said you went into counseling and uh, as part of your counseling effort, again, you know, feel free uh, to share whatever you're comfortable with. If there was one thing that you particularly wanted uh, to focus on from what you learned along in counseling, um, what would that be? Yeah. Well, I can tell you what has been the biggest uh, thing for me this year, because I, I came back to therapy this year. I'm looking for 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 help in a particular area that I wasn't aware it was going to go in this direction, right? right. And then the the area was I, I I have been single and living by myself for a while, and I felt this level of contentment to a point where I wasn't feeling engaged with any person who tried to engage with me, right? <laughs> right. right. Uh, and I wanted to understand if this is coming because I was reading also from like from about trauma in 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 this really good book, uh, the body keeps the score. I'm not right. sure if you've, you've you've heard about it, but it's a really good book. And right. then like uh, that could have been uh, a sim symptom of of trauma, like feeling numb or or not being able to feel certain things that that you should. Um, and then like it ended up unraveling in the topic of uh, low self-esteem and self-hatred as opposed to trauma, like mm -hmm. after working in therapy. But mm -hmm. self-hatred to me, it was an interesting thing because I see it everywhere right now. Like since since we have that like way of projecting or, or like we interpret facts um, from like the perspective of our individual realities, right? Right. right. Then... If our individual reality is not, let's say, quote unquote, healthy enough, or 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 we have a certain level of of of, of feelings towards ourselves, could it be too positive or too negative, right? Then we might have unrealistic perceptions and read the intentions of others in in a completely different way. So, for example, like. Uh, uh, one thing, one big thing of 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 mine uh, was that feeling of I'm always afraid that whenever I'm interacting with someone, I'm gonna get used by that person, right? Right. right. Uh, but then, and then I'm always looking for signs of that person uh, through this confirmation bias. Coming back to to Daniel Kahneman's book, through the through the confirmation bias, right? Neglecting all of the signs that tell me that the person is not gonna use me and keeping in my head keeping the score of all the signs that the person is gonna use me right that, and 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 being aware of that confirmation bias is it's important but then the next thing is interpreting the actions of others right, right. so right. for example if i if i start dating with someone right and i'm afraid that that person is gonna uh, go after me i don't know for money or for contacts or for whatever it is right right then right i am i am going to uh, on the one hand um 
like force the situation because I'm, I'm using my, my confirmation bias and then I, tra I transform that into a self-fulfilled prophecy when right. the person indeed ends up just like taking whatever, whatever I give them um, and it's just a self-fulfilled prophecy. But then the, the aspect of self-hatred there is like uh, I, I start with the assumption that that person doesn't see anything in me that is worthwhile except from the things that I'm afraid that they could take advantage of. And that's a that's a really powerful thing because like suddenly it's like oh I have other traits that are that people like and I'm completely neglecting them just for being fearful of being taken advantage of and I've seen this like in many other situations so for example I have like some female friends of mine who mm -hmm. immediately discard um, or, or or brush off certain certain guys that are could be perfectly healthy. Because right. they don't see, because they don't see uh, uh, the what they see in them, and then they end up feeling that they all, always want to like only sleep with them and and, and go away. Right. Which could be the case in some cases, but then if you consistently assume this, right. then uh, that that means that there's a part of there's a good part of you that you're not aware of, right? And then that's like one of the symptoms of self hatred. Such such great insight, Juan. So you know. I was talking to the therapist about the same thing and uh, mm -hmm. she, she suggested something for me to do about this. So she said, um, being grateful is a great uh, way to sort of improve for one, your own um, emotional uh, situation, that one. The other thing is like to look at the world as though there are people who are doing things for you and they're not taking a lot of credit for it and you are being grateful for them as well. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she also took that one level ahead saying that being grateful is just not enough. So she asked me to do three things. So she said, write down for one, what are the things today that you're going to be grateful for? The next thing she said was write down a few things that you're proud of yourself and you know keep track of it um and you know whenever you get that feeling of uh, discomfort or you feel low or you you don't know how to bring yourself up just go back and look at that list so so that you learn to appreciate all that you are and the last thing mm -hmm. was she said have a list of the things that you desire because that is what is going to keep you going. That's what is going to keep you uh, motivated into building something new, building something better. And uh, it will keep you coming back to doing more for yourself and for other people as well. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. Uh, I, yeah, so that's been a great discovery journey for me. And uh, it has, to an extent, reduced my sort of thought process in terms of believing that, you know, I, I don't have anything to offer or I don't have uh, things and people may not like me because of just a, a few particular features of myself. And, and it's uh, made me uh, a more empathetic person that way. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, uh, and and I guess like if you're talking about pictures, if it it, it it brings my in my head the idea of dating apps, right? 
which I think uh, there could be the dating apps are so uh, are good tools, but they could be so devastating for uh, for for the self esteem, right? right? In in a way, right. um, and and for for the wrong reasons, right? Because like uh, you can, it's easy to feel tempted to take it personal or right. to say, oh, I I don't have as as many matches as, as other people or whatever. Um, or maybe I don't, I don't, I don't feel the, the I don't fit the superficial bill of of all of, the, of all of these girls or, or or people that 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 I'm trying to date, where in reality it's it's completely different, right? It's also maybe how like people pick others, how based on on their own projections, and that has absolutely nothing to do with you, right? Exactly. Uh, but then, right. but then it's it's really easy to get led onto thinking that that oh yeah I have nothing to offer things of the sort and I've been there I think like stop like like the the me stopping using the dating apps was one of the best decisions I've ever made for my self-esteem and then meeting people in real life and then not knowing if they like my height or not for example <laughs> like having fun right. right and then i i also realize that people are not so strict with their checklists in real life exactly yeah um and you can have more of a conversation and uh, see if there is a more chemistry by actually having a conversation before you you know decide to drop somebody or decide that you're not going to want to engage with people as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and also there, like that's something I discovered about self-hatred. Like uh, in many cases as well, like depending on, on, on our experience with the situation, coming back to dating, right? Depending on of our, of our experience with the situation, we might very early on do some level of self-defeat. It's like, no, this is not going to go well. Yeah, no, I'm not going to put enough effort because this is not going in the way I expected and things right. of a sort. And, right. and and that is like another, yet another manifestation of, of self-hatred, like getting anxiety because we, uh, we're not feeling our emotional needs met. Well, we might just have to wait a little longer for like the thing to mature and then not being aware of that. And then just like, okay, I'm going to shut everything down because this is not going in the same way that I, I would like to. Um, and and that's like, if you start looking at it, uh, like like getting anxiety or getting like feeling avoidant, like turned off by someone who like would be like a, a great candidate for us. Um, it's, it's that another level of us not knowing how to love ourselves. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, great advice um, as well. So, Juan, yeah. it's been great uh, chatting with you. Uh, if you yeah. wanted people to take away one thing from this conversation, what would that be? Um, I would like to. I would like to say, like, look into whatever uh, makes. Uh, so, because we we touch on a, on a few things, right? So then, thing on the common thread is like. Uh, trying to pursue your happiness and, and be okay with, uh, with, with living a life that you could happily like, like, like let go of in the day of tomorrow. And then also that, that might imply of letting certain like standards go and letting certain fears go away. And then also 
leading it with like much more like self love yeah that was a great advice uh, something that uh, everybody can use and uh, try to get better at uh, not judging yourself and being more self compassionate so mm-hmm. yeah thanks again swan for your time and uh, i'm sure a lot of people will be inspired by your decisions and the way you're thinking here is hoping more people are more internally focused and be more compassionate with others as well thanks again yes